you guys. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. You guys, today a dream of mine is coming true. We have the editor of the podcast on here, Chance Hayden. He is a guitarist and he has sustained an active presence throughout the Pacific Northwest since 2008, often wearing many hats at once, performing out with renowned artists, leading his own bands, touring, producing studio recordings, teaching, composing, arranging, presenting live music, events, and more. As a PSU jazz study graduate, his music is deeply informed by the jazz lexicon, while equally steeped with blues, funk, and soul. And this man is steeped with blues, funk, and soul. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, Chance. My pleasure. I'm so glad we could do this. Yeah, me too. And I certainly wanted to read your formal introduction, but I would love to start with a little story because it's very memorable for me. I don't know how memorable it is for you, but I could probably storytell this whole hour, so I'm going to be careful. But um, I remember the way that this all came about. And I had moved up to Portland for, I knew three months because I had a book tour kind of planned. And I also knew that I wanted to record my audio book while kind of taking a break from being down South in Southern California. And I had gone to LA Fitness. At that time, I was still working for them. And I remember going up to the general manager and uh, we were kind of jamming out. He was talking about being an artist or a, a musician or something of the sort. And I said, hey, I want to record my own audiobook. Do you know where I can get a professional microphone? And all I remember was him turning and pointing at you and is like, you're going to want to ask this guy. And you're just sitting there doing your thing. Like, hey. <laughs> and uh, honestly, the rest is history. I remember connecting over getting, you know, I asked you for a professional microphone. And instead, you offered me entire professional services, and we got to record the audiobook together, which led to working on this podcast together. So that's my brief introduction. I'm, I'm interested to hear your version of it. Well, I just love how we met because it was such a transformative time for both of us. You know, we're both kind of at the tail end of working for the same company and trying to get, in my case, kind of back-centered with my creative journey and my, you know, my own business, which didn't stop while I was working um, the gym job, but I was kind of needing that separate stream of income for a while. So I took that on for nine months, and it was crazy to be doing that full-time along with... um, all of my you know music stuff but you know we met I think just a few weeks before I closed the door there and um you know went back to just doing my thing full-time I had my uh get something album on the way that was just a few months ahead and um in the time in between you know we were working on your audiobook and you know, you were sort of transitioning into your path a little bit more. And I just feel like it was meant to be us both, you know, at a similar place in time creatively and developing our visions and goals and, you know, just seeing our paths through more. Yeah, totally. And um, I have to say, like, 
over because that was 2018 that was the very beginning of 2018 and the last two and a half years I really felt like I have grown with you and um because of you like you have been such a contribution to my growth and and have empowered me in so many ways and so I just want to like I might smother you in love and acknowledgement this whole episode Mm -hmm. so just just buckle up Um, well, and that the work that we got to do, you've taught me so much about audio. You've taught me so much about, you know, how to produce a quality product and have really been so guiding in the way, in the way that I literally received a new product from you today to make this, this podcast sound even better. So everyone thanks you. (laughs) I'd love for you to share a little bit about your own journey, right? Like, obviously we started together where we started, but what got you to that point? You were creating albums and and following your own path. I feel lucky because I'm, I don't know, one of those who kind of knew early on what I wanted to do. And, you know, it didn't take a lot of figuring for me. I, I got into music as a kid and, kind of knew all along that's where I was headed. And so by halfway through high school, when I learned you could go to college for music, I was like, hey, wait, you can really do that and that's what you can get a degree in? And, you know, I thought what would be better than that because that's what I love the most and what I wanted to do all the time. So that really cemented my path all the more at that point. Um, I was dually enrolled both in high school and junior college, my um, junior and senior year. So I was kind of getting a jump on my college credits and I was playing both in my high school jazz band along with the uh, community college jazz band and really like trying to take my playing and my skills to the next level as I was considering universities to go to. And I decided to go to PSU here in Portland. I've always loved Portland. I grew up just across the river in Vancouver, Washington. So I was always admiring Portland from across the bridge. Ended up going here and it was great. I connected with so many wonderful teachers who became mentors and other players and I was playing gigs like right away once I moved into Portland and was in school I was already kind of out on the scene at 18 19 that sort of let me feel like I knew it was all gonna happen and work out like I was already kind of getting my feet wet making some things happen making a little bit of money playing Um, while going to school and you know just had me believing that I was really doing what I was supposed to be doing it's just kind of perpetuated ever since graduating I've continued to build more and more on my presence here and beyond do everything I can to stay focused on my visions creatively and my dreams and just not let difficulties and um, challenges of it all um, take me off course. What you mentioned there is something I'd like to ask you a little bit more about is like as a 
performer, as a player, as a creative? What sort of challenges have you faced and how have you persisted through them? It was probably the hardest right after getting out of college and realizing like I really have to quickly get a lot of things moving if I want to be able to fully support myself through music alone. Trying to like create enough opportunities of all of it. Like you can't often just do one thing. Like you can't just play all the time until I mean you're at a certain level. But when you're first just getting out there, you gotta play some gigs, you gotta teach some lessons, you gotta do as many things as you can really to make it all add up to be enough. Putting that together initially after school is one of the hardest things, but it wasn't too long before I had enough opportunities coming my way and I was able to create enough opportunities to keep things going. This is true with about any profession or, you know, for entrepreneurs, it's like you've got things you're juggling and something eventually is going to like drop out of the picture and then it's like, all right, I've got to find something else to fill that space. Um, but it's sort of like having a table with enough legs. And if one goes away, it's like the whole table is not going to collapse. And you've still got time to figure out what that next thing is. You've still got enough things going um, to sustain. So. I think that what you're sharing is is relatable because we, as I know as an entrepreneur, you talk about the, the table and like you remove one, you might topple and those things. And you were sharing like, I've heard this of other musicians as well as like wearing so many hats, right? Being a composer, being a producer, being a teacher, being, you know, like left, right, which ones, you know, and then trying to manage all of that. And like you said, with the table ideas, balance it. Um, What has worked for you to balance it all? Well, that's really what I think we've become better and better at as we go along is just the balancing and learning how much of any given thing we want to do and can do at the same time without going crazy. Yeah. You know, and I can't remember which of your guests it was, but recently somebody said this and it really resonated with me was that at the beginning, it's just like, you're just doing it. You're just a doer. And then as you get further along, it's that you become a manager and you're really learning to manage everything that needs to happen in order for your business and livelihood to stay afloat and keep thriving and growing. Yeah, that was Valera. She she was totally talking about becoming like the CEO of your business and and shifting from like the employee to actually the boss. And I couldn't agree more. And so in what ways have you shifted, you know, becoming like, because you have albums out, you you play these gigs and the way that I witness your growth, I'm like, my guy's famous. <laughs> like I see you out there playing with all these these big names and everything. And so what has worked for you in that leveling up? Uh, it's just about getting organized, really, you know, more and more organized down to knowing what you're going to be doing each hour of the day if you can, you know, and really maximizing your time. I think the most successful people are just 
the best at managing their time. It's easy to mess up too, you know, and like get too loose. And then you're kind of, some things are getting pushed back or you're not as on top of everything as you should be. I'm very much still getting that together, but it's just a lifelong skill we keep building on. Yeah. Speaking of lifelong, you know, when you... When I did meet you and you said, I'm producing my album coming out, get something. And you said, I, I took this job, you know, I just, it, it's what's going to help me get the album out on time and, and hit the mark. And I was really impressed with that because being an entrepreneur, we have these dreams of being very successful and it's, that's not the thing that happens right away. And I think because it doesn't happen right away, a lot of people lose their faith and they quit too soon. Uh, what are some sort of things that, like, because you you haven't quit, you knew what you want to do for so long and you keep going for it, but what have you had to give up in order to have the life that you do have? One of the first things I'd say, I guess, is those leisure types of activities that all of us like to indulge in from time to time. A lot of that just has to go, you know, you spend so many hours of the day doing what needs to get done for your business. It's like, I don't just go out and hit happy hour with friends, like basically ever, just as one example. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm all work, no play now, but it's more the, the fun and the play shows up in other places and times and gets affixed onto working in a way. Um, like the hang, as a lot of musicians say, typically follows the gig or is maybe in between a rehearsal and gig. The bigger thing really is that I chose to give up alcohol about five and a half years ago because even for me in its most sparse occasional form, it just started to feel like a hindrance to my greater success. I was also seeing its negative effects cast upon others I was working closely with, and I just took it as a sign. So I started out with what was supposed to be just a break, but I ended up really liking how it was all going and how I was feeling, and I haven't felt the need to go back. So that's kind of a big one. But let's see another one. And this kind of goes back to the fun and leisure side of things. Going on vacations is like really rare. Um, to set time aside for that. I feel guilty about that one because I know how important it is. But it's just been a tough thing to um, make happen on any kind of regular basis. I did a week-long vacation last spring break with my family um but that was the first in several years you know like it's just again if that stuff happens it's like sort of attached to a gig or something you know i get a gig at the coast or mm -hmm. there's some one-off fly date that's like well i can you know we can go and hang out for the weekend and kind of make a trip out of it but that's, you know, it's not the same as, like, we're just going to Hawaii for 
10 days to relax. And I know it's, you know, it's not just me. It's like that's the truth for so many um, other musicians and artists and entrepreneurs. It's like that's a hard thing to keep um, in your overall picture of life. You know, what's funny as you were saying it is like, can you even relax for 10 days? <laughs> mm. well, can we? The, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm probably cursed that way too at this point. It would start to feel weird or I wouldn't, you know, I would just want to be back working because it's what I'm so used to at this point. And, and I love it. You know, my my job is my passion and I'm happy doing it all the time. But, you know, breaks obviously are very important you know in my case they're just much shorter and sporadic yeah well you know something that i i witness and i personally adore is that you and shelly you have a life that you've built around your passion and so your whole family it seems so natural even though like i know i agree that you know a vacation is important or uh, this and that and the other is important or hanging with friends even, but that when we start to hang with our colleagues or our the one we love also does what we do, like way different experience. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, <laughs> it's, you know. <laughs> you, hold on a minute. I got to pause. So you guys, uh, you're getting the audio, but I get the visual. And most of this episode, Chance has just been sitting here ear to ear beaming. And so, and that was, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> We're lucky to be able to do what we do and do it together, you know, both being musicians and performing together, working together. It's very special and it's a cool thing that gets to happen, but it's also like, we <laughs> the same sort of thing happens where we're bundling the idea of a date into a gig you know <laughs> like we're out for a gig so it's like well let's go out afterwards and do something you know like and that's what we'll get to do it whereas like just taking a night all to ourselves is super rare um again because it's like now you're talking about two entrepreneur musicians trying to constantly work and develop their things so it's like we both have things going all the time and collectively have things going and we have a wonderful eight-year-old son that we adore to bits it's just tough to um again make time for our relationship outside of music and parenthood um we do our best but you know it's so it's good it's just challenging that way of course. And um, I do wonder from the outside perspective, I'm like, he's got, you have a partner who does what you do. So you like, it's cool to relate on that way. And, and I hear the challenges and the triumphs in both. And then like knowing what you've wanted to do your whole life and actually being doing it. Cause I think that many people have that passion to be a musician and never follow through on it. And they end up going to get a, some job that isn't their passion that doesn't speak to their heart as much. And I always feel like the struggle, cause I know that you're speaking from music, but over here, like I remember some of those days, weeks, months, years, uh, saying no to certain things. Hey, like it's not in the cards this month or, you know, I, I can't go on that trip or um, whatever it might be. And and being on that 
the back end of continue like sticking with it basically and how it really starts to evolve and show up and now you're producing your next album you're unleashing your next single and I want to hear a little bit more about that but I also would love to start with the question is like what if you have it 100% your way what does that look like that's a good question honestly I'm really happy where I'm at and it's perhaps not too far off from this right now it's just everything's magnified a little bit more i just want to continue to reach more and more people with my music and hopefully inspire some positive change in the world and make a difference in a few folks lives even if it's just a small bit i just feel really lucky to get to do what i do and have um the life i have and i'm not sure what honestly um you know, what else I could think of that ad or, you know, like extend beyond this. It's, you know, I just feel like it's going to keep growing, but I'm happy in the now of it. And, you know, just try to keep that in mind, you know, as I go along and not and not be too into the idea of what it's going to look like. I mean, I've got my dreams, but I... I try to stay open to the idea that there's lots that can and will happen that I don't have any idea about and it's going to look good no matter what. Mhm. Yeah. Well, this it makes me so happy because like yeah, magnified but ultimately you are living your heart unleashed. <laughs> You're doing the damn thing. <laughs> it's really beautiful. So you were talking about magnified, like it just growing and continuing and evolving. And so if someone wanted to help you do that, they wanted to hire you for a gig, they wanted to have you out, they want to hear your music, like where can they follow you and find you? My website is chancehayden.com. And then from there, you know, I've got all my social media links. So that's the easiest way to connect with me and check out my music, all the above. Tell us more about this single coming out. It's called The Come Down, and I co-wrote it with a lovely singer-songwriter here in Portland named Sarah Clark, and she has risen to some popularity and heights with a band named Dirty Revival, and now has kind of gotten more into doing her own separate projects, and um, she's really wonderful, so... We um, collaborated on this song that has to do with the emotional intensity of finding new love and how confusing it can be. It sort of toys with the trope of the love highs and drug highs being related. It's really nice. I've just been kind of like putting the final touches on the music video and it looks so good. I'm really excited to um, get it out there. So that's coming out September 18th. You can pre-save it already now on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. And um, that helps, of course, to um, potentially get it playlisted. So...
hope people will do that and check it out once it's released. And then, uh, yeah, the next album or the full length um, is called Grab and Go. And that's going to follow on November 20th. And that is uh, 10 originals that uh, most of which I fully wrote, um, but some were co-writes with my band members. We kind of collaborated in the studio um, on some of the songs and it was a really fun project that way and I feel grateful that I got into the studio with them when I did before the pandemic um, because it's just posed a lot of challenges on making things like that happen at this point so it's gonna be good to have some new music come out. Yeah. Well, and I'd love to acknowledge you because I think it's a great sign of hope for the way that this year has gone to be coming out with a new album still this fall and not letting it stop you, slow you down. I've seen the way that you've pivoted your business and to keep up because there's been so many cancellations of events and gigs and and you've done the work and you're still succeeding and and growing even and thriving. And so it's really great to witness and um, it's really inspiring to witness. So I appreciate you joining us on the podcast to share some of those successes and um, one of the things that I heard throughout the conversation is just your consistent, persistent commitment to this work and to sharing your craft and mastering it as well. So thank you, Chance. I Thanks for being here. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm so glad to have uh, been able to do this with you. And it's just been such a treat to um, get to watch you grow through this podcast and um, your books and coaching and so I'm honored to be a part of it. Yeah. Is there anything you'd love to say to our listeners? You're always on the back end of this conversation. Anything you'd love to share? I just want to say thanks to everybody for tuning in and, you know, being part of the Hearts community. We're really doing something special here, connecting people throughout the world and inspiring those to really do what they love and find their utmost happiness. So I'm glad that anyone and everyone that's here, you know, has found their way here. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And um, Hearts, we will be sure to link up. Please share, you know, Chance, uh, I got to, I already pre-saved your single, so I'm super excited. And um, I will be linking this up for everybody to pre-save. And then if you're hearing this uh, post-production or post-release, be sure to head over, look up Chance Hayden, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, uh, Facebook, like all the things. And we'll make sure to link that up. And then um, just love you, man. Love Love you, and I'm so glad you're here. So glad to be working with you. Likewise. Thanks, Abby. Awesome. And thank you guys for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, Hearts.